Hello, everyone. Happy New Year. Welcome back to Black Hollywood Lives Next, where we focus on who is up and coming, who's next, who's popping in the industry. And tonight we have a special show in store for you. I'm interviewing my homie Chuck Dizzle from 92.3, um, representing from Carson, California, where I'm from as well. We're going to talk some hidden figures. We're going to talk some music, everything, all this and more coming up next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live next. This one is oh. Hey. <laughs> Tupac Thursday. Hey, Tupac Thursday What's on one up, time. Guys? I like that. Yeah. What's happening? This is Chuck's song, by hey, the way. Hey, man. It makes me feel really aggressive, and I, I don't know why, but I love Tupac. And I, I just, it was funny, I just saw a, a video of some teens reacting to Tupac's music for the first time. These are people that's, like, what year were you born? 90. 90, okay, no, that's good. No, these these kids were, like, born in, like, 97, 98, 99, you know what I'm saying? And they were reacting to Tupac's music for the first time. But what I loved about it is the fact that it's, Tupac's music is timeless, Mm -hmm. so their reaction is just like, yo, he's the truth. And it's like people that's never heard his music before, so it just shows how timeless Tupac transcends throughout the generations. Tupac, you think if he was still living, that he would be the best rapper alive right now? Man, you know what? I think he would have a different... For me, yes, but I know... Everybody has their own theories, but I would say overall, like, the impact he would have had, hell yeah, yeah. straight up, straight up. Yeah. So that's just a little, yeah, a little taste of what we're going to hey, talk about tonight. Tupac I mean, trivia. Tupac, <laughs> you know, rest in peace. We miss you, man. man. Come on, man. Um, so what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in. We have a new night to, that next will be live. So Thursday nights at 6. We're not going to do it on Fridays, even though, you know, we're your best, your favorite weekend show. But it's okay. Thursday night's fun. Throwback Thursday. Um, we have a lot in store for you for 2017. I'm so excited. Um, our panel hasn't is unable to get um, to be here tonight, but shout out to Khalil and, and Raylan for handling their business. I'm gonna hold it down tonight. As you should, <laughs> as you should. They're probably listening to Tupac wherever they at yes, right now too. Exactly. Um, but yes, let me start off in introducing our guest tonight, guys. So we have one of my good homies yeah. back from where we grew up, Carson, tell them, California. Rayonce, tell them, Rayonce. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mom. It's okay. 92.3. <laughs> On air host, uh, founder of Homegrown Radio, yeah, which we're going to talk about later. Absolutely. Uh, DJ, mm-hmm. just everything all around cool guy. Every ladies and gentlemen, Chuck Dizzle. Boom, bam, Woo! boom. Hey, thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man. I, I, and let me just say how proud of you, how proud I am of what you're doing, man. I mean, we've talked about this for some time. So for you to actually step out and make it happen, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm so happy to see you actually doing this. So keep on, keep up the good work. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, I got to, you know. Nice. Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> no, but seriously though, I, let's. That's one of the reasons why I was so um, excited to interview and to start off the new year fresh. Yeah. And um, your story, mm-hmm. for one, not a lot of people know about you know from where you started to right. where you are now, yeah. and you are living your dream career. Love it. You can hear Chuck on the radio when you're in traffic at ninety two point three. Like it's it's so funny. I'm driving home <laughs> like stuck, and I'm like, oh my god, Chuck is yeah. on the radio. Yeah, Can man. you just tell us about your story and um, how you got here? Well, I mean, as far as radio, man, I mean, uh, back in the day, man, there was there was a station out here called 92.3 The Beat, which that was the station that I was riding to. Well, not obviously riding to, but, you know, mom's just driving, I'm listening as a kid, and I would always hear these personalities on the air like, yo, this is something that's different. Like, it's a connection. Like, I'm talking about from the Julio G's to John London and the House Party, from the Big Boys to uh, Baker Boys, just all, all these random, not random, but all these great personalities that talk to L.A., and it had such an impact on me as a kid where I would go home and get a tape recorder and just literally record myself and me and my cousins and 
imitate what now I know were radio skits and shows, but I was just like, y'all just want to do what they're doing on the radio. So, I mean, from a long, long ass story short, I mean, I did that, piqued my interest in doing radio by um, going to a, a like black business, um, the conference, you know, the little the conferences they do every year, yeah. the uh, black business expos, um, black ho- college expo, excuse me, black college expo. And the beat happened to be there. So I just, that was the first time my connection to him, like seeing him out and about like, yo, how do you actually become a radio personality? And they kind of told me the steps, you know, you got to get an internship, you got to go to college. So from there, I'm like, that started navigating my path towards being a radio personality. Uh, went to Long Beach State, did a show over there. Uh, from there, did my internship, walked my resume up to both Power 106 and The Beat at the time. The Beat was, the, was who called me back and started in promotions over there, worked my way up from promotions to on air. The station canned. I ended up working for a different station, which is K-Day, for a little bit of time. Uh, that station kind of went in and out, um, and I left there. And then now, you know, I've been at 92.3 for the last two years. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I know we we worked together mm-hmm. a long back in the day. Yeah. Um, and um, shout out City of Carson one time. Give, give us some love, City, man. Yes, Come on, Carson's City of Carson. Better. What up, man? I know y'all are tuning in. Yeah, I absolutely, on Facebook, so absolutely. <laughs> um, but one of the biggest things on what you're so inspiring about for me, I, mm-hmm. I can say, is you didn't necessarily you weren't doing this full time. Like this wasn't your your job Mm-mm. yet. No. You were doing other things. No. Like how? What made you just stop? You know, what made you transition into this? Like, how, how was that whole process? Man, faith. I mean, straight up. I mean, we were talking about Carson, man. I mean, just for the people to know, like, I don't mind telling how old I am. I don't mind telling people to struggle. I've been, I was at my job, that job, for 17 years. You know what I'm saying? I started when I was 15 doing summer youth. So this is before I even, while I had the interest in radio, but, I mean, you would look at it as a hobby. Like, it was just like something that people didn't really expect you to do but right. i know in the back of my mind yo this is what i want to do so of course you got to get a job you got to do these things left and right to to pay the bills and just you know just put something on your resume but i, I knew in the back of my mind this is what i wanted to do so while i'm at this job that was just a security blanket for me to mm-hmm. still pursue my dreams um but every time i was ready to quit something would happen where the radio thing wouldn't work out i mentioned the, the first station I worked for, the moment I got on air, like, I literally got worked my way up on air within two years, which doesn't happen in this number two market of Los Angeles. So that happened, and it's literally, this, as soon as it happened, I was ready to quit, um, and the station can within, like, two months of me being on air. So you talk about, like, I'm, I'm living my dream now. You know, it was part-time, whatever, but I, I was, I, I had, quote, unquote, made it, and then this happened. So right. still had the job. You know, was working for K-Day for some time, and... At the moment where I was getting more hours, thinking things were kind of taking off, building my brand, you know, I get let go from that station. Mm. The job was still there for me. So in the back of my mind, like, I kept feeling like, yo, okay, I need to step out on faith, but this job is here for me each time. And they were flexible with my schedule. That's why I would never have anything bad to say about the city of Carson because they've been there for me Mm -hmm. um, throughout that whole process and that whole time. But it got to the point where I was like, look. You're either going to do it or you're not. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? you got to get comfortable with being uncomfortable before you can actually step out and do certain things. So for me, I, things were still going great. They were still there for me. But with this go-around, I was like, look, I don't care what happens. You know what I mean? I could say shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but i got to just step out on faith and just let it go. And I'll tell you, the moment I actually did that, things started working out. I started getting more hours at the station and started building up. You know, I'm still able to do Homegrown on Real 92.3 and still build my platform on HomegrownRadio.net. Um, and, I mean, things aren't the greatest at times, but at the same time, I'm happy the fact that I at least did it. I don't want to look back and say, damn, I wish 
what if I, you know, I don't want to have those moments. So right now, these past literally seven, eight months, I've been living as F it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Let me just do it and see what happens from there because I know how it is. I've I've tried 16, 17 years of... Okay, let's play it safe. Mm-hmm. So this this last these last this last year has been 2016 has been totally about not playing it safe, just going. And it's been the best benefit so far. That's awesome. So. I mean, like the, I I love the fact that you know you still you're going and you're working a job that you necessarily weren't as passionate about, right. but you were still pursuing your passion. Like you work from nine to five, and then then you'll go do your radio thing right, after, and right, that's right. so important because a lot of us are just like, oh, we want to quit everything, and chase yeah. the dream, which. Works for some people. Absolutely. But um, that's inspiring right there. But you, you right also got to find, like, one thing that I want people to know, like, you're in a situation and you're in a position for a reason. Mm-hmm. So while I was there, I would, and I wouldn't do it in a, in a wrong way, but I would promote my show while I was at, at Carson. You know, people that we, we would talk and see. The thing that I loved about that job is that it was very community oriented. Like, you would see, you would literally see the community every single day. So these are potential listeners. These are potential fans. These are potential supporters. So I didn't. I didn't sh- sh- uh, like pretty much discredit this situation at all. Like these people that I'm talking to, mm-hmm. they're people that can potentially follow me or book me for whatever you know, as a host, as a DJ. So I always made sure I made those relationships with people um, as I saw them day in and day out, and it worked out in the benefit because those same people are still supporting me to this day, and, and I-, I couldn't be more grateful for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like me, I still listen exactly, to you know, yeah. I jam out to your. Uh, Did you say jam he... out? Oh God! <laughs> what What's going on? Sorry, not... Is that what the kids are saying these days? Jam, jam out. out. Let's jam Rock out. <laughs> what is it? I don't even know. Honestly, you get lit. You get lit. Nah, no. Lit. I'm so tired of that word. Right, I right. say it all the time. <laughs> like it's it's one of my friends was like, "Yo, if you say that one more time, I'm not talking right. to you." Anymore. I'm like, <laughs> 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 it's lit. Um. Anyways, I jam out to 92.3 all day long. We love it. We love um, it. But you mentioned homegrown radio, yeah. and I want to um, share it with our viewers what exactly Homegrown Radio is yeah, about, yeah, yeah, where we can listen in, and actually how that started first. Okay. Let's go well, off with that. Well, Homegrown Radio started at through my, my journey in radio. I realized with the first station I was at, you know, you have this grandiose dreams of what the radio is like. So my, my thought and my thinking was, okay, once you work for the station, once you get in, you'll be able to play whatever music you want. You'll be able to, you know, you'll see the ins and outs and how the, the interstation works. And that was kind of the best and the worst experiences that I had. You know, I'd be on the street team because I, I worked on the street team at first. I'd be on the street team and people would give me their music and say, yo, can you get it played or can you do this? I'm like, okay, yeah, I'll, of course, I'll shoot it to one of the DJs. Like, I'm, I can't do it, but right. sure, let me shoot it to one of the on air personalities of the DJs and see what happens. So there's one experience. Somebody gave me their music and I took it into the, one of the DJs. I was like, yo, here it goes. Like, check out. Some, mm-hmm. Somebody gave me their music off the street and hey, there you go. I, I thought I did my job. I go around about, and literally, like, the next day, it was in, like, a little pile of other CDs, like, off to the side. You can just tell it was torn. Nobody was even looking at it. They didn't even get a chance to open it. And I'm like, damn, look at all these hopes and dreams on the floor right here in the bucket. I'm like, okay, well, I know that what I'm trying to do, and I know other people trying to connect to the dreams, why not try to connect the dots between those trying to get their name out there? Mm, So with... Uh, Long Beach State, while I was over there, I decided to call it um, Homegrown because it was kind of more of a marketing tactic for me because at the time I was producing and the name of my production company was Homegrown Studio Sounds. Okay. Um, based off the fact that I was literally producing in, in my mom's my mom's house and in my bedroom. That's so it was dope, literally though. in my room. So that's why I was called Homegrown. Homegrown. So I was like, you know what, let me just marry the two so I can market Homegrown Radio, Homegrown Studio Sounds. 
insert that part where it it, it was just kind of spiritual because I didn't realize that, yo, these are artists that are literally homegrown to the city. But it just, as time went by, I'm like, oh, it kind of makes sense. These are artists trying to get their name out there. They're up and coming. It's homegrown. So um, one story that I, I can definitely share, I was at the station leaving one of these events, and I saw somebody coming up. And they were actually leaving a meeting with one of the music directors at the time. So I'm finishing the event. I'm going down. So we take the elevator together. Like, hey, oh, you work at the station? Yeah, yeah, I work on the street town. I'm Chuck Dizzle. Nice to meet you. Okay, well, here, take some of my music. Let's, let's exchange contacts. It ended up being J-Rock from Top Dog. It wow. was J-Rock, Top Dog, and uh, the homie B, B-Dog. They were all in the elevator. was going down together. So we exchanged contacts, and at the time, it was chirps, so it was the next tail chirp phone. So we all exchanged chirps back church. in the day. Yeah, <laughs> all exchanged chirps, but we stayed in contact. I was like, well, look, I'll take your music, I'll listen to it, and I'll play it over at Long Beach State, where I'm at, you know, at Homegrown Radio. So we just built that connection, but that just goes to show the testament of, like, these are people that were new and upcoming. Like, nobody really kind of gave him the time of day, and when he came that day, he uh, he brought Absol and uh, Kendrick. It was Absol, Kendrick, or K Dot at the time. So it was Absol, K Dot, and um, Nick Ali was there. It was, but all these all these people went. Nobody had a name. So it was at the time when J Rock was. I think he was on Warner or getting signed to Warner or something like that. But point being, it's like I didn't shove him off because I was like, yo, I, this person needs opportunity just as much as Ludacris at the time or exactly. whoever. So. That was the whole idea and concept of Homegrown Radio. It was kind of bridge the gap between mainstream and underground. Yeah, I want to play the Little Wayne's. Yeah, I want to play the Tupac's. Yeah, I want to play the Snoops and whoever's. But what about this dude? What about J-Rock? What about K-Dot? What about Glasses Malone? What about all these other cats that had names within the city at the time? Or mm-hmm. MC Wootoo Whoop, whoever, that had names. And now you at least have a platform because the Power 106 is not going to play you. Uh, the beat at the time wasn't going to play you. So this is just a platform. It's an outlet. So we pretty much did that and uh, my boy DJ Head he was going to Cerritos College at the time and I was at Long Beach State uh, and we had a mutual friend that said yo you guys are kind of doing the same thing why mm-hmm. don't you guys meet so we linked up and at the time um, I'd already graduated from Long Beach State like two or three years out they were just letting me still do the show but I, I was past the time of supposed to be doing it mm-hmm. so they expired one of my keys and they were just like look next semester you're not going to be able to do your show I'm just going to let you know no. now you've been here for three years already past what you were supposed to so you got to figure it out um, and I, a buddy of mine, uh, shout out to my boy Micah, he pretty much figured out the equipment, what it was going to take to broadcast from the room, from a, literally a room in our apartment. Mm-hmm. And long story short, we end up broadcasting in a room. I was like, head, I need you to DJ because I'm more of a host. I don't really DJ like that. Okay. So he started DJing. I started hosting. And it was like a different dynamic that we had. Um, so we've been rocking ever since. That was like 2008, 2009. We've been heard on net. Um Pretty much now we've pretty much emerged to a full blown network. We have other shows on there broadcasting different different days, and all that to say that attention got the attention of ninety two three when me and Head got on there. So now we do homegrown radio on ninety two three as well. So it's just man, just goes to show like you got to just work your ass off. Mm-hmm. Nothing comes handed to you, and and that's just a condensed version of the story but it's a, a lot that goes into it but for the most part that's what homegrown radio is about pretty much bridging the gap between mainstream and underground and you know we can be heard worldwide at this point so yeah so this is on 92.3 but th- we can also where can other viewers like listen in uh, just- can, uh, homegrownradio.net is okay. the main place you can go homegrownradio.net is is pretty much it we're on the iHeartRadio app as well um but obviously with 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 mainstream we're not able to play the same things that we play on 
on our network, but we, we're, we're bridging the gap, which is right. dope. Like, we still can play certain artists, but it's a whole different format when you go to the corporate structure versus what we do. We can we can obviously go uncut. We can curse. We can have whoever we have on versus uh, the other format. But it's it's something for everybody on there. What was the most exciting part of your career as an on-air host? Um, I would say... Back in my day at K-Day interviewing DJ Quick. Because at the time, like, that was my favorite artist. My favorite artist producer. And um, shout out to my girl, Debbie Dev. She she told me one day, she was like, look, you're filling in for so-and-so this night. Um, be ready because DJ Quick's coming in. I'm like, I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, DJ Quick's coming in. You're going to interview him. I'm like, wow. So, like, for me, that was probably the, 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 the top of my career at that point. Like, yo, this is crazy. I'm interviewing somebody that I literally stack tapes, cassettes, you know what I'm saying, like CDs, looked up to this dude, and here I am face-to-face actually interviewing about his project. <laughs> Were you so. ready for that interview? Hell Did you stutter? Nah. Or I, I, it it's go? on YouTube somewhere. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy, it but, I mean, it, some, of, some of those moments, you just got to be ready for those moments and just accept them for what they are, man. So good, bad, or whatever. At least it happened. That's all I, I say about it. Who is uh, one of the artists that you haven't had a chance to interview yet that you want to? If you can name... I, Come on, two. you already know that one's one's dead. Mm. Yeah. So Fuck. you know, I my three and I, three. I don't do, the, do I don't three. I don't do the lists, right? Don't do the list. The list. Okay. You know how the MTV has the list, the M top MCs and all that. They have these lists like it's going crazy. Everybody's up in arms. The lists and rankings and everything. I don't know. I don't, I don't really pay attention that's what I'm to saying. all that. Fuck all that. Yeah. My top three. Of all time, I don't care what nobody says. This is my top Chuck three. Chuck does the top three. This is my top soon. three. It's fucking Tupac. Snoop and Quick. That's it. Leave me alone. So I would say Snoop would be the next person I would, I would want to interview. Like, I've met him before, but it was kind of like on some roundabout, like, hey, what's going on? Like, it wasn't. That would be a dope interview. I, wanna, I feel like that would be so much I fun. I feel like my life's purpose, right, <laughs> at this point is to fucking interview Snoop. Like, that's yeah. it. That's what I want to do. I want to interview Snoop at some point. Snoop, if, you, if you're if you listening hey. to Black Holly Live right now, Sans. we Snoop. got Chuck Dizzle at 90.3. Hey. Snoop, I got my name because of you, man. Like, Snoop... Dizzle for shizzle. That's where my name came well, from. Well, that was my next question. Yeah, man. Snoop, Snoop, man, my, Snoop Dizzle, Chuck Dizzle. No, what happened? You know how the Izzle for shizzle nizzle like that was mm-hmm. really popular at one time. So my last name starts with a D. I'm like, I need a name. All right, Chuck D. People used to call me Chuck D, but I'm like, there's already a Chuck D out there from mm-hmm. Public Enemy. I'm like, all right, Dizzle, Dizzle, Chuck, Chuck Dizzle. Dizzle, and I've been running with Chuck Dizzle ever since, man. So Snoop. We got to talk about that story whenever we meet and whenever I interview you because you're the inspiration. Yana. You are going to You are. I gonna will. I'm going to put that in the, in the universe, man. 2017. What's up? Speaking of putting things out there, what goals do you have in mind? I mean, New Year's mm-hmm. 2017, what do you have planned that you can share with us for this year? Well, I mean, for the most part, just more exposure for the homegrown radio brand, more exposure for Chuck Dizzle in, in all capacities. That means hosting, if that means DJing, if that means... Uh, syndication for our brand, like I just want people to really understand like the impact that we do, that we have. You know what I mean? That we have had in radio, in a career in Los Angeles for the last couple of years. It kind of felt like my personality, and you kind of know me. I'm more of a humble kind of. I don't really talk shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can't say that for my boy DJ Head. That's that's the dynamic in us. But I don't I don't do a lot of shit talking. Like that's not my thing. I feel like your your record speaks for itself. But at the same time, you got to pat yourself on the back and recognize. The, the accolades that you've had over the years. So my thing this year is just kind of being more more forward and, 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 and being more vocal about not necessarily what I've done, but what I want to do and plans to do and just really getting it out there instead of kind of being 
more reserved on it. So just expanding the brand is the, the main thing the that main I can part. say for, for 2017 for sure. And I know it's going to happen. It will. Yeah. We're definitely going to look into Homegrown Radio and, and follow. And viewers, make sure you're, you're connected to Homegrown Radio 19.3. And, you know, support Chuck Dizzle and his movement. Also for um, 19.3, do you guys have any events coming up that we can be a part of or what's going on right now in the music? I can't say just yet for 92.3. But just be on the lookout. There's something special coming soon. I can't say just yet, but... um, I'm looking forward to the next event that we do have. So that that should be interesting. So so basically they have to continue listening to the radio Absolutely. and not their Oxcord Absolutely. or Pandora. Hey, you they can should... do you can do it. They got the iHeartRadio app, so I mean you can tap in on that if you, you've got the mobile phone, you can do that as well. I mean, hey, iHeartRadio app search real ninety two three. It's all love. Like I, here's the thing, like I understand that there are options and people do different things like if you listen to the radio, that's your thing. If you listen mm-hmm. on the internet, that's your thing. If you listen to Pandora, hey, get it how you feel it. And that that's that's a part of what I want to do. I want to have homegrown radio. I want to have Chuck Dizzle in every capacity. So if Instagram's your thing, I'm going to be flooded on Instagram. If uh, Twitter's your thing, I'll be on there. If uh, the radio's your thing, then we got a show over there. If you, you, you're into the podcasting thing, we'll have something on iTunes soon. Like, I just want to have my hand in every single thing that you can possibly do when, when it comes to media, radio, and hosting. Awesome. And you can find Chuck Dizzle on where can you share your social media sites? At I am Chuck Dizzle everything. That's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, at I am Chuck Dizzle. So Chuck Chuck is obviously killing it on the radio, and uh, he has a special someone who's killing it in the kitchen, too. Can we talk oh, about hello. Miss Tasha, Chef yeah, Tasha man. Dorsey? Wifey, man. Wifey uh, at Chef Tasha Dorsey, man. She, I'm just so proud of what she's doing right now, too, because like she was there with me when, when I started, and I was there when she started. Like, I vividly remember having conversations of her saying, yo, you know, I, I like cooking, but I don't know what to do with it. I'm like, yo, you got to go full-fledged and just figure it out. So to see her build her brand from literally creating um, fruit platters and uh, um, vegetable trays to now having her own business and her own location is just amazing. But it, it's been a grind over the last seven, eight years. So uh, she's a private chef. Um, she's a caterer. She, I mean, she got meal prep. I mean, anything that you need, just hit up yummycreations.net. Hit up at Chef Tasha Dorsey. She'll definitely take care of your needs. I mean, like we were just talking about, like, yeah. she, she custom make, does all the meal prep. She, if you, you like, it, whatever kind of food you got, she'll be able to take care of it, basically. So I'm just, so you eat I'm good every night. I do. I still ain't gaining no weight, but I mean, <laughs> I still eat good, which is good. So we can actually eat good too because yeah. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. What? Their mission is to make incredible home cooking Hello. accessible to everyone. Okay. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting more sustainable food systems, setting the highest standard for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs wow. like Tasha Chef Dorsey. Tasha, yeah, you should check out Blue yeah. Apron, by the what way. What's that? Wait, say it one more time. What is that? Blue Apron. So they establish partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers in the United in the United States, which is very important because I like my stuff fresh. Absolutely. And, oh, you man. know, straight from the ground, straight yeah. from the sea. Homegrown. Home, Hello. <laughs> Homegrown. Hello. <laughs> cooking, and cooking together does feel, build family bonds, yes. and that's what Blue, Blue Apron is yeah. trying to promote. That's dope. Um, so one... Up, featured upcoming meal guys with Blue Apron, 
mushroom and chipotle peppered enchiladas with lime sour cream. Ooh, talk How to bomb me. is that? Talk to me. Talk to me now. What? Say it again one more so, time. So, blue, let me just, mm, mushroom and yeah. chipotle pepper mm. enchiladas with lime sour cream. That just sounds like a... Blue ooh. apron. That sounds amazing, ooh, right? That's a, that's a lot right So, there. guys, check blue apron out, you know. Get your fresh ingredients. Yeah, let Start know. cooking fresh. at home. 2017, learn yeah, how to cook. Exactly. New year, new you. Ah, I'm kind of scared <laughs> to cook, but hey, Blue Apron going to help me out. Yes, they will. Definitely going to help me out, too. <laughs> Maybe find me a man. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> just Blue Apron out there soliciting, exactly. too, man. Look at you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thank you. No so problem, ne- man. So next, can we talk about, um, so, hidden, I know you're into music. Yeah. Are you into movies? I, I love movies. Love movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's a new movie coming out, Hidden Figures. Years, and we have the trailer coming out right okay. now. We have for y'all, so take a look. It's the one with us. Trapezoid, isosceles, tetrahedron. Have never seen a mind like the one your daughter has. You have to see what she becomes. Come on. Hey. Move like there. Hey. Catherine. We all gonna end up unemployed riding around in this pile of junk. You're welcome to walk the 16 miles. Oh, sit in the back of the bus. <laughs> you kiss me up. You have identification on? We're just on our way to work at NASA, sir. I had no idea they hired. There are quite a few women working in the space program. Hmm. You know what we're doing here? We're putting a human on top of a missile, shooting her into space, and it's never been done before. <laughs> I need a mathematician that can look beyond the numbers. Math doesn't yet exist. Before the Russians plant a flag from the damn moon. You have someone? Running what I'm playing. Catherine's a gal for that. She can handle any numbers you put in front of her. Don't embarrass me. This wasn't emptied last night. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not the... That Colonel Jim is a tall glass of water. He's coming over. Now, why would he be doing that? Because Mary's waving at him. No! Dorothy, mm-hmm. slice of pie? I love one. You already have a slice uh-huh. of pie, Dorothy. You're a computer at NASA. They let women handle that sort of... Yes, it's an uphill battle. Yes, they let women do some things at NASA, Mr. Johnson. And it's not because we wear skirts. It's because we wear glasses. We go from being our father's daughters to our husband's wives to our baby's mothers. You've been gone for 300 hours. Was mama gone for 12 and a half days? No, but it felt like it. It felt like it to me, too. It's crunch time. In 14 days, astronauts will be here for training. Everything we do is going to matter to their wives, to their children. I believe it's going to matter to the whole damn country. My gals are ready. We can do the work. That's John Glenn. What do you ladies do for NASA? Calculate your launch and landing, sir. Engineer. And I'm proud as the devil to be working with you. How could you possibly be ugly these white men? It's equal rights. I have the right to see fine in Africa. There's no protocol for women attending. There's no protocol for a man circling the earth either, sir. Every time we have a chance to get ahead, they move the finish line. Every time. We all get there together, we don't get there at all. Let me ask you, if you were a white male, would you wish to be an engineer? I wouldn't have to. I'd already be one. Mmm, hidden figures. 
So I love me some Taraji. So obviously you guys know all that Taraji, Octavia Spencer, and Janelle Monae are in there. Um, you know, it's a very inspiring story. I'm excited to watch uh, this. You know what's crazy? What? Is before radio, like legit, what I wanted to do is like, I wanted to be an astronaut when I was young. Oh my oh, gosh! Everything see? I love, like literally, one of my life goals. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. One of my life goals is to go into orbit at some point in time. I don't know, Elon Musk. Really? I need to find. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna go to. I, that's one of my. That's like one of my side passions that nobody ever knows about. But like astronomy and that shit, I, I wanted to go to space camp. My mom couldn't afford that shit, so. That just never happened. But what? I, I low-key legit want to go into space at some point. So that shit is dope. So I know you're excited to see this Hell movie. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, definitely. Carson has six-star movies on Tuesdays, by the way. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Bam. It's happening next Tuesday then. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I mean, I'm excited to see this just because it's it's female-based. Yeah. And, you know, their story is that they were working. They were the working brains behind um, launching the, 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 the astronaut John Glenn into yeah. orbit. Yeah, absolutely. And that's dope that it was women. I'd never heard that story either. They were black, they were women, and mm-hmm. they, they were, like, really in control. Doing, like, I heard that it, it literally if old girl, don't know the character's name, sorry about that, but um, if she was, like, one decimal off, then literally old boy John Glenn could have, like, fucking I think died. it was, um, I saw, I think it was one of, uh, it was Taraji's character. Yeah, exactly. I, because she was, yeah, I think it was her. I haven't seen it yet, But that's so I'm going to go. crazy. One, like, man, I. That's my, crazy that you actually want to. No, I, I literally, the, the two reasons why I, I, I. I love science, but I hated math. And then moms couldn't afford the space camp. So, like, that, for me, that was like, okay, my two signs right there, maybe I shouldn't pursue this shit. And no. I felt kind of bad, but, hey, man, radio. Thank God for radio. I think what kind of <laughs> twisted my, like, what scared me from, from like, space uh-huh. and Armageddon. Really? <laughs> I'm not, no, that was. <laughs> I cried. I was literally crying. You I remember were shook watching like that? What, with my dad. Like oh, we watched man. that. It's you know, dad shout out to my dad, Lee yeah. Riley. We were watching Armageddon and you know Ben Affleck, Ben yeah, Affleck, man. and oh gosh, who was the main character? Oh, um, I forgot his name. Oh, Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He pushed Ben yeah. Affleck away. <laughs> Well, you're telling people the in. movie if they hadn't seen it. Well, it's an old school. It's an old movie. They y'all should know this. Y'all should already seen it by yes. now. He pushed, this is just, a, he pushed his Ben <laughs> Affleck away and just went into space. He ended up dying, but Ben Affleck was they his daughter's daughter. yeah, yeah. fiance. Oh, man. And he did it. And his Ben Affleck pulled the last straw. That oh. just, oh, and he died. And I was like, oh, my God. Look, she's tearing up right now. That was such a, I, I cried every single time. So from time. there, you've been turned off of space Turn ever off. since. <laughs> Turn off. Why are your eyes legit watering right now? I don't know. That's a love story. I love love. Um, yeah, Hidden Figures, you guys, out in theaters today, oh, actually. Wow. So go watch it. Let us know what you think. Um, the last top, well, not the last, we got, we got some time. We got some time, Danny. Coachella. You going to Coachella this year? If I can get some passes, man, that shit sold out like That's in two what minutes. Yeah, the general admission was $400. VIP was Fuck $900. And three day passes coming up in April. And we have a picture of the headliner, which oh is dun, 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 coming up soon. Not well, me. Not, just not me. I <laughs> Beyonce. Oh shit. Rayonce. Rayonce, Beyonce. I mean, true story. People just call me Rayonce. I don't know. It's just like my nickname. I guess it's like kind of resemble her. I don't know. It just I don't know. But like, Maybe because you me told Beyonce. me, hey, you know what? You can't you gotta refer to me as Rayonce from now on. That's no, why I've been calling you Rayonce. That's true. Yeah. Um she is let me pull up the lineup because it's I know you're a music yeah, you're yeah. music Kendrick's person. Be there. Mm-hmm. Um I think is Schoolboy gonna be there the other night? Uh, yeah, Travis we have Travis Scott, we it's have three days. It's Friday, Saturday, and mm-hmm. Sunday, right? We have a bunch of people. Future's gonna be there. 
they're mixing a lot of mainstream artists too. Yeah. So ha- have you I ever? You've never been. I've never been. I've never been. Do you like if the tickets were still here and affordable? Man, that I'm, not, I'm sorry. No, I'm not paying for. I'm sorry. That's just me. I'm. I'm gonna find access to get in somehow. I'm not one of those people that pay for shit like that. No. No. Sorry. Can't do it. Not like, gonna do it. Nope. What about like not the, gonna do the it, not heat gonna... though? That's one of the things that, that I'm. That's gonna... what I'm saying. Like I don't like everything that comes with that. Mm. Like I'm not paying money to pass out. I'm sorry, bro. Not happening. Or to have my phone die. Like you. What's gonna? I'm not gonna. Not trying to diss Coachella, but somebody gonna pass out. Somebody's gonna phone up. Gonna die. Like you gotta have like survival's kit just to go out there and kind of like yeah. chill. But I mean, kudos. Uh, some people. That's their thing. That's just not not my thing at all. I mean, I like. I I want to go. I just want to experience. I would go. It. I would go just to see the act. Like when they had um, NWA. When they had uh, and it wasn't when they had NWA and then they had um, uh, I think that was last year and then when they had the the Pac um, yeah the um, the Tupac um, high hologram, hologram hologram yeah high. the high something I know he's high up there the hologram high like there, that probably, right but. that I would I would I would pay to see that that's your man Ex- oh, come on now don't say it like that it's not, that's, I mean exactly rest in peace right yeah come on now. But just like Beyonce's my woman, like I want to. I, I haven't seen her <laughs> live. Have you have you seen Beyonce perform live? No, no. but I, I would say I give her kudos because I was just talking about this too. Uh, have you talked about the whole Mariah Carey situation? We haven't. You haven't but talked you about, can that. Talk about that. Let me. That's, I, I'll, fresh. that's that's. I'll let you get into it. But the way she handled that, the the point the point of the story is I saw Beyonce in, in a more fucked up position, right. and she handled herself like. With class, Mariah like she needs to take some lessons from that. Beyonce had her hair stuck in a fucking fan and still performed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't get like so the sound is messed up or whatever the issue was with Mariah Carey. Like, she should have just played it off. She's like diva though, she's like self-proclaimed hey diva. She catching up dissed J Lo. That shit is and it's catching up. You know Ray Lo, I'm her too. Oh no, I didn't know that one. Yeah, that's that's new. That's new. You that's never new. told me about that one. Well, just because she's like. She's killing it right now. Yeah, I mean, she's forty she's something, forty eight. I wonder if Jayla's gonna be at Coachella. Nah, I doubt no, it. she's not. If Drake might be there, Drake, ooh. Drake would. Kaylani's there too. Oh shit, I fuck with Kaylani. I love Kaylani. I fuck Has with she been Kaylani. to ninety two? Yeah, she's been to uh, to haunt. We interviewed her right when her um, the uh, Cloud Nine nineteen uh, mixtape came out. Oh, like right with Homegrown. Yeah, right. Like literally before she took Who off. Who have you like interviewed? Can you just name oh the people God. from Homegrown, like off the top of your head? I can't. Uh, this is dope, though. Homegrown whole, Radio. I'm love uh, it. It's it's gonna be hard. No, okay, so Kaylani, uh, I'm Sue. Um, obviously, the whole top dog movement. Absol, J. Rocks, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Schoolboy, um, <clears throat> Isaiah Rashad, who's in there, on there too. Um, but. I'm gonna forget a lot of people, dude. I'm gonna forget a lot of people. It's okay, but yeah. at least you name those people. I mean, it's it's true yeah. testimony to but, homegrown. But again, I mean. the, the thing that I like about it is the fact that there are artists that you may not know today, but you will know at some point in time. So like stuff like that is what gets me. It's like, oh yeah, we had our on. Oh yeah, we had yeah we had. Uh. It's just it's just dope to kind of see that happen. Like I, I'm sure if you were to talk, like we were. Here's another story. We were the ones like we hadn't had YG on. But we were the one, one of the first people to play like tooted and booted. It's unmixed version before it got popping, before it got on the radio. Like we were the ones playing that, and then I'm not gonna say it forced radio to kind of his hand. I mean that, and the song was popular, and he did a thing. He was signed to Def Jam at the time, or about to be. Um, but at that time, it was like I remember seeing the song blow up, and I'm like, 
yeah, I remember having the unmixed version of that song and, and playing that before it actually blew up. So, like, little moments like that. Ty Dolla Sign. Um, I can I can go on on and on and on. But, like, anybody's pretty much been out here doing their thing. We've had some hand in the connection with, with getting them out there or promoting them, supporting them at some place, at uh, some point or another. That's dope, man. I'm so proud of Homegrown. I mean, I love that. I really do. The come up. Up and coming, and then bring radio up. back to its roots, man. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, so you're you're a host, mm-hmm. you're a DJ. Do you rap yourself? No, I gave that. I hung that up a long time ago. No, I used to produce and I tried to rap. That was not my thing. No. Not my thing at all. Matter of fact, I might have to yank some shit off of YouTube. To be perfectly <laughs> honest, it might be like a song or two of still up. So. Well, yeah, dang, I should have no, brought that up for you guys. I didn't think about that. No, don't do that. Um, <laughs> speaking of a um, a rapper, Wale, have uh-huh. you had him in? Homegrown? I haven't. We haven't had him. On, he, he hasn't been on Homegrown, but he's been on ninety two three uh, with uh, shouts to Letty and Damage and Dre Sinatra with the, the Real After Party. So I, I just missed him the day that he came in, but he was they he recently got interviewed like maybe like a month ago. Really, yeah, literally just missed him. I, I like, um, oh my gosh, I know I'm not very much of a music head yet, but I mm-hmm. know if I still kick it with you, I'm going to be. Hey, why not? Um, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, there's another song that I can't He's been it. spat, like, low-key, he, he has a bad rap in terms of, like, attitude and all this other shit, but I think he's a re- down, down, he's really a good dude. I think that there's other circumstances around him that kind of has him, act, not necessarily acting out, but has people's perception of him the wrong way. As long as you make good music, all the other bullshit, everything else goes out of the way. Like right now, the whole, you know, Chris Brown, Soulja Boy uh, beef, right? Yes. If Soulja Boy would have come out with a hit record right now, everybody would forget all the bullshit that's going on. Right. Hit records trumps any and everything that happens. So, notes to all the artists out there, no matter what happens, no matter what goes down, if you have a hit record, people will forget any and everything. It erases your history. Shout out to R. Kelly. It's good to know. <laughs> you know what I'm Shout out to R. Kelly. You're saying. People oh, forget. Mm, I'm, I'm never going to forget <laughs> that. But um, So what, when it comes to artists, uh-huh. what deter- what is a good artist to you? Like, what are some factors that you look in? Or when you're listening into the music, when will you say, oh, okay, I like that? you got to have a story, first and foremost. It may not resonate with me, but it has to resonate with somebody. So that's what I'm looking for. I want to know what, what your story is. I I'm always for the underdog, so I want to hear the story of you coming up or your struggle, your, you know, what, what you're going through on a day-to-day. Like, yeah, it's cool to turn up. We can get the bad and bougie. We can turn up. We can do all that, but that's for, <laughs> hey, raindrops, drop tops. You know what I'm saying? We can go through all that, but at the same time, like, when you're really in your zone and in your mode, when all the allure is gone, who are you as a person? So mm. if you don't have a story, then that kind of, it, it just doesn't do it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, like, J- like J. Cole. J. Cole has a great story. Like I, I love, I love the story of the dollar and the dream and everything that he's you know built at this point. I love the fact that he comes out on his own terms and his own time. Like mm-hmm. people been waiting for his album to drop. He just eh, oh yeah, I got Here an album. Go. Out. Here you go, got an album. Whatever. And whether people love it or hate it, is the fact that he can do it on his own time and sell five hundred thousand copies and kind of go off, have a daughter, get married, and live his regular life. Uh, but at the same time, he still has that story and it's the come up. Ooh, sorry. The come up. Yeah. Um, we're going to play a little snippet of hey, Wale's hey. new song. Uh, this was Khalil's pick of the day. What up, Khalil? Yeah. Khalil Boo Boo. Where you at, man? Oh, girl. I like this. Have you heard this one? This one. I haven't heard this one. Make good music, people forget about everything. Smile. Yes. 
I like that. Smile, smile. everyone, smile. Smile. I mean, Wale, is that kind of... Do you follow Wale's music by chance? Not too or? much. Nah, I'm, I'm not... I don't follow him too much, but I know the last couple of records that he put out, uh, it hasn't resonated. There was one... Shout out to the homie Sean Chris. He actually... We had him on Homegrown, and he writes for for Sean, uh, for, for Wale. Oh, um, nice. Or he's in his camp. I'm not going to say he writes for him, but I think they... He's in his camp to the You can't say right for him because well, no, he got no, I think, no, but no, it's it's not. We we know through the whole Drake situation that there's there's a difference between somebody writing bars and actually contributing to a song. He's actually a, a song maker. So my boy Sean Crystal, he contributes to to the song making process. I'm not gonna say he writes Wale's bars, but um, I would a lot of I wouldn't yeah. say that about other people. Absolutely, that they have ghostwriters. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised if he had his hand in that particular song, but. Um, I think that again, Wale, he dipped off to the side for a little bit. Now he's coming back and kind of putting his putting his stuff out there. So I think it's just all about the music. Hopefully, you know that one sounds pretty good. I mean, I got there's two more that I think he released recently, but I think that's what people like the fact that fuck the controversy, just release music, just mm-hmm. talk through that, fuck everything else. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what. Yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about music and mm-hmm. stuff, but I do enjoy like hearing the story yeah. and, and like that's why I like J. Cole yeah. and what he's talks about because it's right, real it's right, real stuff right, like right. it's not just even so though I do like shit. why didn't you say shit I almost did I almost did you, I, I, are you not supposed to do, curse what? no What's I can't go? curse okay. like, no, you just try not to new year new me you okay gotcha gotcha got you, got you, got you. Um, damn like I but I low key mm-hmm. I like ratchet music like a you, lot. I, I'm not surprised. I love it. So you like just, give me some bad and bougie. Like bad and bougie. <laughs> I want you, RJ. Oh, oh my R- gosh, RJ. We had him on. Yeah, we had him on. <laughs> I swear, get rich. I know yeah. every single word. Ooh. Ooh. I'm, I'm gonna get, get rich. rich. If you didn't yeah. pick that two box song, you would have been noted. That would have been my song. Damn. I'm like, oh should, my gosh. I should just let you pick. So you I got know, a good taste in you're, music. You're get your guess. I mean, I. I, I do. I think that I like ratchet music. I mean, that's, that, it just gets me like. There's hype. nothing wrong with it. I think that there people always like young put a I negative connotation yeah. towards it. But it's like, yo, when you like, I'm not trying to listen to J Cole if I'm going to this club. I'm not trying to listen to Kendrick Thank if you. I'm going to a club. Like, there's different modes and, and, and times for certain music, and that ratchet music is a shit you turn up to, and there's exactly. a place and a time for it. So, God bless those who make ratchet. Music. Is calling it ratchet like a like? Negative, negative. Or... but see, it's just like saying "bitch," right? Mm. There's a. It depends on how you flip it. Okay, you know what I mean. Like it could be, it could mean a term, term of endearment. It could be something negative. But that ratchet, when you say, "Man, oh, that music ratchet," I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Or y'all, that's that ratchet shit. I fuck yeah. with that. Like, oh, I say that's but... you, the way you put it. Is it's a term of endearment. So if it wasn't ratchet, if that's not what we call, it, what would you say would? be a way to describe I that. I still say turn. I still say turn. I'm old. Yeah, I still say turn. It's lit. It's the Liddy Committee, as it's you lit. youngins would say now, is lit. Um, uh, shit. Well, Fleek is old now. Fleek oh, is old. That's cool. You know, turn is actually older than Fleek, but Fleek just... Fleek... I think lit is the current word, though. No, no, definitely lit. Lit is on its way out. Lit, but it's turned lit. up. Yeah. Tur- it's weird. Tur- that's not jamming, though. It's jamming. just not jamming. I don't know why I said that. Jamming I'm, I'm, on the I'm one usually, I'm usually better with this. We I don't jamming? know why. <laughs> I have to look at it like, we jamming? I know. Oh, I'm sorry. It messed jamming. up. Let's delete that. No, but, um, yeah, it's lit. It's lit. It's lit. It's lit. Yeah. Well, I mean, we got probably another couple more. I would say lit is going to probably die down by by spring break this year. Really? Lit, I mean, it's... Because lit, lit had, Travis Scott... 
I don't, well, Travis Scott's the first time I heard lit. You know, he's like, okay. it's lit. Like, he was saying it in all the songs. Yeah. But that was Take literally a, a year ago. That one? Like, no, it was one before that. Oh. His first song. <laughs> I got the name of the first song. Damn, see, I'm bad. You, I'm going to just disclose something right now. As much as I'm into music, I'm very bad at music, too. Like, at remembering certain things. Remembering songs. Sometimes I remember an artist. There's so like, many songs to remember. That's it's why. It's a lot, man. It's a lot to kind of... I don't. I, I like what I like. And that's mm. the thing. Like, once I... Like, anything Tupac, I can tell you anything about fucking Tupac. I can tell you anything about Tupac. Anything, Pretty much anything about Snoop and anything about DJ Quick. Um, a lot of the newer rappers that came around between 2009, 2012, like when we were doing Homegrown, I can tell you a lot of stuff about them. But aside from that, I'm kind of clueless to a okay. lot of different. That's why I said Wale. I was like, I, I fuck with Wale, but I don't. I couldn't even tell you the name of his album to be perfectly honest. Well, I, neither could I. To yeah. be honest, I, I just listen to like what's new. Like my friends, like, oh, this is a new. I'm like, oh, yeah. I like it. When this, I actually like the song. Yeah, no, so if Khalil was here, I'd be like, yo, this is a good song because yeah. Khalil put me on a few songs dope. since he started. He's a music head. Dope, dope, dope. Of us, um, three, but. So what is he? What is he like? What is he into? I couldn't tell you. Uh, Khalil, so that's why you should have been here, man. Khalil's into everything. He's the music guy, and he dances really well, too, by the Whoa. way. Oh, King of the Dot. Whoa, shit. I'm sorry. That's Voice of God. Okay, Orange. I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you? Oh, God, I should have. Can you repeat that? Do you follow King of the Dot? King of the Dot? Nah, I don't. I gotta, you got to put me on that. So it's like YouTube rap battles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do, but I don't follow it like that. I know I know what you're talking about, though. YouTube rap battles. Yeah, that's man. dope. They're, um, I forgot. Hip Hop DX just did, or they have uh, a site that's dedicated to, to, I think it's battlerap.com or whatever. But um, yeah, nah, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not too familiar with a lot of the battle rappers out there. I know uh, Daylight. I know uh, my boy uh, B Dot. This new. Uh, B Dot, and then there's a, a group, not a group, there's a, a league now, LA Battlegrounds. One of, my, one of my buddies actually started that league. So um, I'm looking forward to actually having them on Homegrown because that's. You know, that's the new, not the new wave, but that's a whole subgenre, subculture that a lot of people, if you into it, people know it. Yeah. People know that battle rap. Like, my dude, the voice of God, I'm sure you know all about that, right? Yeah? Yeah. Yep, exactly. It's a whole culture that I think needs to be exposed, like man. Like 8 Mile and Eminem. No, but it evolved from that. Yeah, nah, so yeah. now, yeah. Right. That's, like, that's how I love that. It's like, like Eight Mile and Eminem is like rap battles yeah it's like with the music people were already yeah, exactly. writing all the shit so instead Damn, of freestyle so now they know that you come in prepared right. to battle right mm. right very well, true well I'm learning Bars. something new every day that's yeah. why I'm here absolutely um, but man so that was just a lit show right yeah absolutely but we unfortunately we're having a great time what? we have to come to an end no why what happened what time goes by Damn. fast when you're having a great time Wait, I think that's wow. the quote Things, what, whatever. whatever yeah. Time Thank flies you. when you're having fun. Time there we flies go. when you're having fun. Thank you, Voice Time of God. Time flies when it's getting lit. And How it's about getting that? lit. We were jamming today. <laughs> we were jamming on the ones on and the twos. On the ones and twos. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. It was a great way to start up 2017 oh, with Chuck Absolutely. Dizzle. Appreciate you having me on. Appreciate that. Thank at I am so Chuck Dizzle at Homegrown Radio, homegrownradio.net. Please follow the movement. Uh, support, support, support. Thank you so much for having me. Of I, course, I appreciate man. it, man. Look forward to the next time. If I can get invited again, please. Of course. Sometime when Khalil's actually here. Yes, and Khalil, cool. you guys can like rap and everything. I'm your host, <laughs> Raina. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Raina underscore Ale. And remember to follow all things Black Hollywood Live at BHL Online on Instagram and Twitter. Follow our page, our, our site, blackhollywoodlive.com, and our YouTube channel. Watch next and let comment on the 
on the show. Let us know what you think. Was what it you lit? Think. Was it lit? Was it jamming? Was, yes. And what you think about Chuck's <laughs> career and everything. I mean, we love interacting with you all. So care. let us know what you guys think. We'll see you next week. Remember, Thursdays at 6 now. Thursdays nice. at 6. It's lit. See you guys next week. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.